Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with easy-peasy loan approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Oh. What up, players? It's the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Tuesday, 7th day of February 2023. My name is Nick, uh, president accounted for. Also, Big J is along with us. Yeah. Thank you, Big J, for being here on a Tuesday morning. As we set the table for what should be a fun and exciting show, know that we need audience participation today as we will present another fun streaming dumbass option for you and more importantly for Big J as you guys have done a really good job picking out movies that Big J's liked over the last couple of weeks. I believe really only one stinker out of like the last like eight weeks if I am keeping score correctly. You have enjoyed, although in various degrees of enjoyment, still approved uh, seven out of the last eight movies so it's a pretty good stretch. Way to keep count, dude. Well, uh, somebody has to and good so job. it's nice to make sure that you're enjoying yourself as part of it because you know, I like when you enjoy things. You are much more passionate about them uh, when it comes to are talking you sure? about. It. Yeah, because I mean, I, I don't think know, usually when I hate something. Yeah, well, I you hate it. you would think, but in movies cases, what happens is you tend to just tune out and not pay as much attention to said movie when it's happening. And so when things are presented, you're like, I don't know, man. I just I just <laughs> I just stopped caring. I didn't care about the movie, and I don't care about it. So I don't think you should care about it either. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, listen, we've all tuned out of movies for sure. But I enjoy when you enjoy something. I guess that's my point. Well, thanks. And so you should have an opportunity to do that again today coming up with Streaming Dumbass. I've got three movies ready to go. Uh, we'll need your help in picking one out for Big J using our text line. So get ready to text in and help us out. That's going to be happening in about a half an hour or so. On top of that, we got a We're Going to Hell story. we got tickets that we need to give away. The Red Knot Chili Peppers are coming to town in a couple weeks. That is a Red Hot Chili Peppers tribute band. We also have Pepper tickets to give away. We have Porta Sub sponsoring a couple of segments of the show as they get ready for the big game coming up on Sunday. And you could as well with some free food courtesy of Porta Subs, including uh, three people going to win a gigantic six-foot party sub uh, that's perfect for the big game party that you may be throwing. And so uh, I ask you out loud, Big J, last time you had like a gigantic sub sandwich somewhere as part like of a like gigantic? a party. Yeah, like a six-foot party sub. Like, oh, when was the last been time? a while. Yeah. So it's not because usually there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. It's a lot of trouble when when it's free. Now you're talking. Yeah, that's something to brag about. Yeah, go listen. Look at this six foot sub. It's larger than you, bro. Eat it. And so it's going to be fun to give those away later on this week, and you'll have a chance to qualify a couple times over today on the big show, as well as additional cool things to bring up and talk about on the program. That being the goal, of course. And we play music on this show. So let's get started with some offspring. Kids aren't all right. Kicking things off here on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. We're right back in our wheelhouse. Big J pissed about stuff. Uh, and this time around, we're pissed about gas prices in the state of Idaho. Ah, they are not high thrilled. Again. Yep, that's exactly it. God, we love it when we're angry. And we are angry again about uh, the gas prices in the Gem State because... AAA data shows that gas has increased by about 15 cents in the last week. Uh, in Boise, it's gone up 23 cents in the last week. Uh, so it's about 376 per gallon for regular gas, which is 19 cents more expensive than a year ago. That according to Gas Buddy. Hey, Gas Buddy. While gas prices increased in Idaho, prices decreased nationally. AAA data shows that those prices are down about four cents, which means each gallon of gas costs about three forty-seven. So once again, we are a little bit behind the trends. As it was more expensive in the rest of the country, we were cheaper, and now that's starting to catch up with us, and everybody else is starting to go down. So the ebbs and flows take a little bit of time to get to us, but uh, we are only at our happiest when we are angry about something, and so now we can direct our anger towards gas prices once again. And so hopefully that'll make us all a little bit happier and healthier because we have something to direct our anger and vitriol towards. And so we're back at being angry at gas prices. Hooray! 
Big J, uh, if you want to add a little fuel to the fire to the upcoming Super Bowl, know that there is a little bit of beef between Nick Sirianni and Andy Reid as well, Big J. I didn't know this. Uh, yeah. Because after Reid took over as head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs back in 2012, uh, Sirianni was apparently the wide receivers coach at the time of the previous regime. And while he appreciated Andy Reid's you know, handling of the situation, Reed wanted to bring in his own guys, and so he let everybody go that was part of the coaching staff. And so Nick was like, he's always had a chip on his shoulder when it comes to Andy Reed because he never really had a chance to show him, hey, I deserve this job, I shouldn't be one of your guys. He's done okay for himself, I would think, yeah. since that uh, year in 2012. Although, let's be honest, I mean, back when the Philadelphia Eagles hired Nick Sirianni, they got a lot of crap for it. Because he was an unknown commodity oh, at the sure, time, yeah. and everybody thought he was a joke, and it was a stupid hire, and his first press conference, if you remember, was not good. He did not do well in front of the press. It was it was pretty much a, a disaster uh, for the word go. Because well, on the other end of the spectrum, Dan Campbell had gotten hired. I think he got hired the same year, and he broke out with, oh, I'm going to bite a bunch of kneecaps. Sure. I mean, it was uh, at that point, it was a running joke on... Uh, uh, coaching head coaching candidates and uh, their uh, press conferences. Yeah, that, they're still that's that's still a thing. But yes, I mean it is one of those deals where Nick was very laid back and didn't uh, have a lot of energy or a lot of passion. It seemed like, and they're like, "How did this guy nail the interview?" But uh, listen, uh, one guy hasn't made the playoffs uh, despite his energy, even though his team fights hard. The other guys go to the Super Bowl, so uh, Eagles ended up okay in that particular hire, I think, at the time. Uh, looks like Tom Brady, uh, who announced his retirement on February 1st, say, believe it or not, he's not even going to be part of the Fox broadcast team for this Super Bowl or next year at all. Uh, he says that Fox has given him the okay to start up in fall of 2024 as part of the broadcast team. So he's got a whole year plus to finagle around and do whatever he wants. And uh, we'll see what that means. But Fox did not disclose the terms of the deal. But here's what we do know. It's 10 years. It's $375 million, which is the most lucrative contract in sports broadcasting history. Tom Brady, of course, doesn't have a whole lot of broadcast experience, plenty in front of the camera, and, of course, uh, plenty of clout that goes along with it. And so that's what I think Fox is paying for. But uh, they're basically kind of letting him write his own schedule. So he doesn't have to worry about anything for the next year plus. So that's what he's going to do. So you don't have to worry about Tom Brady on your TV as far as broadcasting is concerned. My guess is he'll be everywhere else uh, yeah, during that time. lots of underwear selfies. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that later on this morning for sure. Uh, because, uh, well, we, we like to get the ladies listening to the show as well. Uh, in case you are curious, apparently they're going to make another film in the I Know What You Did Last Summer film series, Big J. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince Jr. are reportedly in talks to reprise their roles. Uh, and so they're coming back for part three. Now, they did also do a reboot recently on the Stars Channel, which was a series that did not do well, but was not connected at all to the previous cinematic universe, I guess you could call it. Uh, is it a universe if there's only been two movies? I don't know. No. I don't know. But uh, they're making a three. At what point does it become a universe? I have no idea. But it's happening uh, as they're coming back with part three. I, I know I saw part one in the theater. I know I saw part two at some point. I remember or retain, however, nothing about part two. Uh, other than Jack Black and Dreadlocks. I remember that. My Very only clear. question is, uh, what are they waiting for? You don't have the wet t-shirt of the rain like Jennifer loved you in order to make you that you sell that line like uh, Jennifer did. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. Here's traffic. I mean, when you think about it, really, it's amazing they even made a sequel to that movie, considering what the plot of the film is. But they did, which is why I'm, maybe I'm having such a hard time remembering what the second movie was even about. I mean, other than somebody else knows their secret kind of a thing, but... Uh, I think it ha It took place, like, a couple years later. Right, they're at, like, some sort of, like, they decided to get back together at, like, some weird, like, they went on, like, a vacation together or something like that, and then, like, somebody that worked at the vacation place remembered what they did. I don't, I don't care. Peak <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt Powers. What? Uh, do you have any interest in her coming back? No, not really. All right, well, you've had your fill with Jennifer Love Hewitt, apparently. <laughs> 
It's Streaming Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Ladies and gentlemen of the Treasure Valley, we need your assistance. We need you to help select a movie for Big J to watch and review for you tonight. You do so by texting in which movie you would want Big J to see. I'm going to list you three movies, although the catch is, at least right now, I'm not going to give you the stars or the title of the movie. You're just going to get the plot description given to us by whatever streaming network it happens to be on. Some of these have a ton of details, some of them don't have a whole lot. And based only on that description, must you text in movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three to 208-287-1003. The movie that gets the most votes is the one that Big J will watch and review for you this very evening. And then tomorrow around this time, he'll give you the review. I, you know how I like to have themes for all these streaming dumbass movies. And today's theme, Big J, is twofold. Number one, hey, it's award season, right? Oh, God. And so, uh, now, keep in mind that uh, not necessarily are all these movies nominated for any kind of award, but each one of these movies stars, at some point in their career, an Academy Award winner. So there is some star power attached to each one of these films. That's a guarantee. The other one is each one of these movies was released in the last calendar year. So they're new movies as well, okay? Okay. Featuring Academy Award winning actors and actresses. Are you ready? Yeah. Movie number one. Four characters become tangled in a love triangle. Because of this, they're forced to confront their past and make their new love work in their life. The catch, these characters are a bit more related than they know. Oh, God. Movie number two. When the Prim family moves to New York City, the family struggles to adapt to the big city. Meeting a new friend takes a back seat when a neighbor threatens their entire existence. So now the family must band together to save their new friend's life. Movie number three. A renowned musician is days away from recording the music that will elevate their career to the next level. When all the elements seem to start to conspire against them, a career, relationships, maybe even grasps on reality start to fray at the seams. Movie number one. Sounds a little Games of Throny, if you know what I mean. Movie number two, Friendship is Rare, or movie number three, Am I Crazy? Those are the three movies you have to choose from, if I were to break them down for you in layman's terms. So select which movie you want Big J to watch. Text in movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three to 208-287-1003. We will tabulate all the votes, let you know the winner, and reveal all the movie titles that Big J could have watched and definitely the one he's going to watch next on the X Rocks. That is Disturbed, that is Prayer here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. It is time for the exciting conclusion for Streaming Dumbass. I imagine the votes have been tabulated. Is there a clear and decisive winner? Yes, yes, there is. Wonderful. Then let's go in order of the movies that got votes. What movie got the least amount of votes this week? Uh, Movie number two. Movie number two was kind of the one I was hoping you were going to get. But uh, alas, it stars Oscar winner Javier Bardem. And Brett Gelman, former guest in the morning after, also appearing in this particular oh. movie uh, that is available on Netflix called Lyle Lyle Crocodile, Big J, about a singing Ugh. cartoon crocodile what do you, that, thank God. Uh, that was selected to uh, live in New York City. It got a theatrical release and everything and found its way on Netflix. It's a number two movie on Netflix currently, uh, but you will not be watching it, so you don't have to worry about Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Uh, what movie came in second place? Uh, movie number one. Movie number one is a film called Sam and Kate that stars Dustin Hoffman and his real-life son, Jake Hoffman, as well as Sissy Spacek. Uh, it is a romantic comedy about a uh, father and son that fall in love with the same woman. And Hot. it is... Ew, dude. Uh, it is available on Peacock. Apparently, if you want to watch it on your own time, you are more than welcome to do so. Sam and Kate is the name of that movie that you no, will not be watching. You. Dustin Hoffman, of course, the Oscar winner in that particular territory. So that must mean, Big J, that you are far and away watching movie number three, probably yes. the most popular of the bunch. Did the description help at all? Did it sound familiar? No, it didn't sound familiar. Uh, you will be watching the only current Oscar nominee out of the bunch. Uh, it is called Tar, and it stars Kate Blanchett, who is an Oscar winner in her own right, also nominated for this year's turn. And Nina Haas. Uh, it is available for you to stream on Peacock. It also is a movie that I have seen. And uh, I can tell you right now, there's no way in hell you're going to like this movie. Yeah, but, uh, I, I already know. That's why I was like, ugh. Uh, and I'll tell you what, Big J, pack a lunch because it's long, baby. It is a long film as well. So Listen, thanks for nothing. 
Uh, but Listeners. listen, you may, I'll, I'll be interested to get into a conversation with you about your feelings about the movie because uh, I have a theory that I'd like to share with you about it once you have actually watched it. And so we'll see if we are on the same page. But the Tomorrow movie be sick. is called Tar. Big J will watch it tonight. Kate Blanchett is nominated for an Oscar for Best Actress for her role in said movie. Uh, and it's also, I, I'm, it may be up for Best Picture. I'm not 100% certain, but uh, that's easily looked up information that I should probably shouldn't bring up if I didn't know the answer to. But you uh, will watch it tonight and review it for the audience right around this time tomorrow. So if you want to play the home game and you have a Peacock uh, subscription, you can watch it for free. It is called Tar, and it is Big J's streaming dumbass pick, courtesy of you, the X-Rock listener. Thank you. Important stuff. What's going on in the news today? The morning after with Nick and Big J. Personal question for you, Big J. Uh, Recently, have you have you eaten any food? Yeah. Well, congratulations. You probably have listeria. Uh, Yesterday, it was announced that uh, one of the largest recalls in American history when it comes to food products happened as uh, more than 400 food products sold under dozens of brand names had to be recalled yesterday due to possible listeria contamination, according to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Everything that came from the Fresh Ideation Food Group, LLC, which basically includes a ton of ready-to-eat sandwiches, salads, yogurts, wraps, and other products sold uh, mostly along the eastern part of the United States, but also distributed across the United States from January 24th to January 30th, most likely had some sort of contamination with listeria in it. The Baltimore-based company said that so far no illnesses have been reported, but they're erring on the side of caution because a bunch of the things tested positive for listeria, which is never a good thing. Now, if you're not familiar with what it is, it's a food-contaminated illness that can cause serious infection that leads to fever, headache, diarrhea, and vomiting, basically like food poisoning. It's awful. Uh, But it lasts for like three to four days, especially it's bad if you're pregnant. Uh, or you have a baby that eats this stuff. None of this stuff is good or you're elderly, so they're trying to protect it. So if you've had like a frozen breakfast sandwich recently that had bacon or eggs or anything in it, or if you've had like a frozen wrap that you have to heat up in the microwave that involved like chicken or any kind of like uh, chicken sandwiches or frozen tuna sandwiches or fruit cups or some yogurt, Damn. these are the things that, and you picked it up in like a vending machine recently, specifically here in Idaho, you're likely <clears throat> not getting counter in the frozen section but maybe in like your workplace environment where you're doing like single serve like fruit cups or single serve wraps and things like that in refrigerated vending machines here that's where you may come in contact with it so they advise you to chuck it all in the garbage throw it out in the hill it's inedible you can't have it so that's not good it's a lot of food that they're recalling from this one company so keep that in mind moving and, forward and not like a, a good I mean, I mean, not even something that's passable as a, a result. Listeria? I mean, that's not something to be messed around with. No, no. As a matter of fact, uh, they estimate about uh, 1,600 people die from this every single year. Uh, specifically, it's those that are super young or super old that really get it bad. The rest of us, it's like a bad case of food poisoning for three days. But I don't know anybody who wants to sign up for that just because they decided to have a breakfast croissant. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, hell no. So, uh, err on the side of caution, I would say, when it comes to this kind of stuff. Be ready. Happy retirement to A.J. Green, Big J. The wide receiver that played for the Cincinnati Bengals and Arizona Cardinals have decided to hang up his cleats. He played 11 seasons in the NFL uh, after getting picked fourth overall in the 2011 NFL draft by the Cincinnati Bengals. A couple years ago, he came over to the Arizona Cardinals and stayed there. Certainly one of the more dangerous wide receivers. Had some uh, lower body injuries the latter part of his career. But, man, early on, you know, he and Andy Dalton hooked up a whole hell of a lot. In those early Cincinnati Bengals years, a very good wide receiver, and hopefully he will enjoy some retirement. The annual Madden simulation of the Super Bowl is in, Big J, and the game predicts a straight-up blowout. Uh, It has predicted uh, the 13 of the last 15 correct Super Bowl winners, and they say the Eagles are going to blow out the Chiefs 31-17 in this particular contest. It's close in the first half, and they say the Eagles 
uh, kind of pull away in the second half. They say Jalen Hurts throws for 282, two touchdowns through the year, and also runs for another to be named the MVP. So we'll see how close the Madden simulation is in this particular matchup. Have you said that you think the Eagles are going to win this game? I can't remember. Uh, I haven't I haven't given a prediction yet. Oh, let's do it. What's, we got the Madden prediction. What's the oh. Big J prediction? Um, yeah, I... I, I... I'm going to go with the Eagles. I don't think it'll be a blowout, but, I mean, that defense is hardcore, man. Yeah, and, uh, by the way, the offense doesn't suck either. And right. so I think They're very complimentary. They play complimentary football. So, uh, you know, I mean, the, the Chiefs' offense sometimes can be kind of shaky. I don't think they've been presented with a really tough um, front like these guys that the Eagles have. So. I agree. I also uh, think the Eagles are going to win, and I would not be shocked if it's a blowout because, quite frankly, I don't think the the Chiefs are banged up on offense, number one. That's that's going to be an issue coming in uh, against that really good Eagles defense. And number two, I don't think that Chiefs defense is very good, uh, and I don't think they yeah, face an offense suspect, like, yeah. the, uh, like the Eagles, at least not on their home turf. So I wouldn't be shocked if it was a blowout myself, but uh, I'm hoping for a good game come Sunday. Uh, we don't have any AMC theaters here in the Treasure Valley, so it's not something that we have to worry about, but it is the largest theater-owning company in the United States of America, and they are doing something that, you know, wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if other theaters across the country followed suit, because AMC, the first one to really have the reserved seats in theaters, if you remember, and now everybody does that, Big J, where if you're going to a movie, you pick out which seats you want in the theater, and now... AMC is doing something that a lot of people are upset about. They're going to begin basing their ticket prices based on what seat you select in the theater, meaning if you select seats in the middle of the theater, it's going to cost you more than seats on the outskirts of the theater. Uh, They call it primary uh, view seating. And so it'll cost you $2 more to sit in the middle of the theater than it would if you were like on near like an aisle. That will cost you whatever the initial price of admission. And if you want the first two rows where you're like looking up, hurting your head, looking at the te- the, uh, the the movie screen, they're free. You get a $1 discount. So there will be discounted tickets as well. But if you want to sit in the prime spot of the movie theater, it will cost you two more. Uh, They are doing this right now in New York, Chicago, and Kansas City. They expect to expand it nationwide by the end of the year. And I ask you, Big J, as a pretty, you know, continuous moviegoer, uh, does that make you angry that you have to pay more for seats in the middle of the theater? Um, Well, I mean, I I think it's, I mean, I can't believe this hasn't happened already. I can. I mean, mean, first, I I, want to go on the record. I'm not a gigantic fan of having to pick your seats before you go in. I, I've never really liked that particular move. I realize that that's where we're going, but especially when like there's like seven other people in the theater, it's such a ridiculous step that you have to take. Just sit wherever the hell you want, like you always did. Yeah, no, I would go. That's what I was to say. Is I miss that that vibe of coming into a theater, be, being there early to, to find your seat and um, and be able to pick it. Uh, yeah, that that whole stuff I think is is part of the movie going experience, and I think it's just slowly being eroded. So I'm not a big fan of it. No, uh, I I am very upset about this. If I'm sure, again, you're right. It's probably going to come everywhere. But uh, this is one of those things that's going to drive people away from the movie theater. I'm telling you right now, it won't it won't stop the big tentpole kind of movies that we've seen because everybody will put up with whatever we need to put up with to see the next Marvel movie because we're already pot committed. But I'm telling you, it's going to affect these other releases that that come into it where you're like, am I going to go? Not only is it now fourteen dollars for me to see a movie, but now if I want to see a movie where I want to sit. It's now $16 a seat, and I got to take in all the concessions. So now we're looking at an even more expensive trip to go see a comedy in the theater? No, I don't think so, man. Sorry. But uh, listen, they're trying to win back some of that money they lost during the pandemic, of course. AMC struggled during it, as did all theater chains when things shut down. But I'm not sure if this is the way to go, or at least it's not the way to go to keep your, your particular audience happy. I'm telling you right now, it's just going to piss people off. But I don't know if they care about that kind of stuff. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. 3 the X rocks. Today's We're Going to Hell story is a reminder that if you're angry enough, anything can be a weapon. And we head to Minnesota for today's We're Going to Hell story. Eagle Lake, Minnesota to be specific, Big J. Eagle Lake. Sure. Hmm. Uh, Where we're going to run into Natalie Broomer. She's 36 years old and it starts with a night out of the bar, as many nights do in Minnesota. 
And so they were at the bar, he, she and her boyfriend having a good time when something happened at the bar and things turned and they started to get into a little bit of an argument, Big J. Oh no. Started chirping at each other, decided maybe it's time to, to leave the bar and uh, and go home where the argument continued in the car and continued on the way to the house. When they got in the house, that's when things got really, really aggressive as uh, Natalie decided she was going to assault her boyfriend, but she couldn't find anything around that was good. So she decided to uh, take the chicken that was defrosting out on the counter, Big J, and just beat him about the neck and face with this defrosting chicken. Uh, as their way to, I guess, break up the argument. She also spat in his face a couple times. Neighbors uh, in the trailer park did hear them arguing, Big J, and so they called police, and when police showed up, sure enough, not only were they still arguing, but there were uh, chunks of chicken residue in his hair, Big J, from the assault. So uh, that's not good. And according to the police report, uh, his girlfriend hit him in the back of the head with a whole chicken about six or seven times and he still had some chicken residue in his hair. So uh, that is when the police officers decided it was time to arrest Miss Broomer for the assault, and she started to get into it with the police officers. Uh, that doesn't go well, in case you're curious. Uh, despite her attempts to resist arrest, she was taken into custody. She was charged with domestic assault and obstructing police, both misdemeanors, and so she was booked into the jail. Uh, believe it or not, Big J, not the first time that uh, Miss Broomer has taken some interesting weapons into a fight with her particular boyfriend. He apparently also was assaulted with uh, slippers a couple years ago. And then last year, uh, December of last year, as a matter of fact, uh, she was arrested for throwing more food at him. She's got a food fetish, I think, that yeah. goes into it. Uh, she was apparently this time around uh, threw a bunch of corn at him. I don't know if it was corn on the cob or canned. God, I hope it wasn't canned corn. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, so this is her second food assault and third assault overall uh, in this relationship. He's a battered man. <laughs> yeah. He needs help. Might be time to, uh, to make this a deal breaker at some point. Uh, we do not know, however, if the chicken that was allegedly wielded by her was cooked or raw. I'm thinking it was just defrosting still. Uh, but this guy, unfortunately, has been battered a lot of times when it comes to food. So maybe start eating out more would be my other recommendation. Also, that's become that would be expensive. Also true. To also fight true. with a chicken, chicken eggs, anything to do with the chicken right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you buy a whole turkey or a whole chicken, that's, uh, that's some expensive fighting weapons. But uh, I guess she hasn't learned her lesson, nor has he. So I don't know how this uh, ends for the relationship. I just know that as of early yesterday morning, she was still in jail for her chicken assault. So, probably didn't feel good to be hit back in the head six or seven times with a full chicken. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah, no, that would suck. Depends how many, how many, you know, how hard she's swinging that chicken, but I'm guessing she's not pulling her punches. And you certainly don't want to get choked by the chicken. Agree or disagree? God. What a terrible way to go. Killed by a chicken. And a dead chicken at that. Yeah. Like, I mean, not even like a chicken attack. I mean, even that maybe, while, you know, there certainly would be questions, at least you could justify another living thing coming at you in some sort of sense of rage. But this is just a, a chicken that was on the counter. Now, granted, it's being swung around by another person. So, again, it's being used as a projectile. But certainly not a fun or proud way to go. Agree or disagree? Death by chicken. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rocks. That is Three Days Grace. That is never too late here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And I know I'm a weird guy. I know I have my idiosyncrasies about how I like to do things and the way I go about doing stuff. But I'm going to get into a topic, Big J, because it's nice to know that maybe I'm not as weird as I think I am. But I may also regret asking you this question, but it's going to be about your bathroom habits, okay? All right. Uh, Big J, when you go to the bathroom, when you go to the bathroom, in the comfort of your own home, I want you to think about now. Not here, because here I understand that it's a little bit different in public places. But when you're in the comfort of your own home, are you 
Do you care about other people around you when you go to the bathroom? I.e., like, um, are you worried about the noises that come out of the bathroom? It's so Does other people, are you, can you go to the bathroom while somebody else is in the bathroom with you kind of a thing? It's so funny you bring this up because oh, really? this was a discussion yesterday. Oh, I wonder why. Okay. Uh, in the family. Um, because I, because some, <laughs> my kids have issues and, and, and they don't like, the, the, this stuff is all, it gives them anxiety. Yeah, uh, what does? People hearing them go to the bathroom. Okay, this is um, uh, this is a feeling I have as well. And and so yeah, I don't. Uh, it, it does not bother me. At okay, all. are you going to the bathroom like door full on open kind? Not, not, I understand like not in like the family area, but like the bathroom you have back your bedroom. Do you oh, keep yeah. the door open? No, Do you, does that yes, bother you? Yes, it just depends. I mean, it depends on what's going on. Sometimes it's open, sometimes it's not. Sometimes there's somebody in our room. Sometimes they're not. So if somebody else is in the room, you'll close Guarantee the door. Guarantee you always the fan will be on, though. Okay, so you do turn on the fan no matter what. Yeah, but that's not because I'm afraid of people hearing me take a duke. Why is it, then? Uh, I mean, I have to explain. Well, well I mean, I'm talking... the no, fan you said, be on? I'm talking... Uh, well, to, what about to, if you're going to, number one? Not if you're going number oh, two. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I, sometimes I don't know when I get in there. I'm like, what's going to happen here? Wait, what? Yeah, sometimes, you know. Is this your way of telling me you always sit down to go to the bathroom? No, not always, but I mean, you know, a good portion of the time. Okay. Okay, so you have the fan on all the time, no matter what. Just in case, yeah. Okay. See, whether no matter what I'm doing in the bathroom, the fan will always be on in my house. Whether I'm by myself or not, the fan will always be on in yeah. my house. That's just something it's a given. that I do because, yes, it is. I feel like it's almost a noise shield no matter what. Almost because part of me is also like, well, one, it's a habit, which is why I do it when I'm by myself. But number two, it's like uh, nobody needs to know what I'm doing in there. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, it's nobody cares. It's nobody's business. I don't feel like it's information right. anybody needs so just know i'm in the bathroom the fan is on and that's the way that it works but it is good to know that i'm not alone because i do sometimes get also self-conscious about like i mean why do i turn on the fan all the time i don't really know i haven't really you know <laughs> one of the many things i haven't discussed in therapy are my bathroom habits so i don't know why i do it i just know that i always do it but nine in ten americans also feel that way they are uh, a little bit self-conscious about the things they do in the bathroom because you know well it's filthy and usually disgusting things are happening in there and so whether it's showering bathing using the toilet or whatever they're very self-conscious about the noises the sounds that they make in the bathroom and that appears to not bother you as long as you know like i mean uh if the wife is in the bedroom is it uh, all all bets are off i usually the door scream when i go to the bathroom that makes sense well there's a lot ah! of stuff going on in there because you don't know what's coming out, as you said before. So while worrying about the bathroom sounds isn't a gigantic concern for all of us, it does seem that closing the door isn't. For some reason, uh, the survey found that only 26% always close the bathroom door behind them when they go to the bathroom. And it sounds like you're a give-and-take kind of guy when it comes to that situation, right? Yeah. Now, what about in a public restroom? Are you self-conscious? Do you care about the noises that you make in those particular areas? Because it's a different kind of a situation, or are you just a let it rip guy no matter what? I think I'm a human being, so I'm like, "Ah, I don't want to be, I don't want to make a bunch of noise. Sure, sure. It's not like Tom Arnold in uh, in Austin Powers or anything like that. Yeah. That makes sense. But of course, depending on where you are, I'm sure there's different levels of concerns of the sound. Like, I mean, if you're in an airport bathroom and you're never going to see any of these people again, I think all bets are off. But if you're at work and like, you know, uh, that, you know, like the sales guy's always looking in the stall at your feet. What, who's in the bathroom? They want to know they, that kind of stuff. They do? Oh, yeah, dude. I see guys doubled over checking out the stalls all the time. How? And it's, I don't know how. What do you mean? They just How do you, you go in there? I, I, mean, I go in there. Rarely am I in there. Anybody else is in there at well, this point. You, that's what you think. But... Uh, really, they go in and they, they see and they look and see that big J's in there and they turn around and they go out of the bathroom or go to the well, one that's good. downstairs. That's what they, they should. But, I, I mean, if you live with somebody else, you have children, these are things that you probably have to make sure that you're cognizant of or at least you're passing down. Uh, but uh, I, I'm not sure, like, I mean, is it a closed-door situation for everybody else in your house? Well, yeah, but they're, the, you know, the kids' bathroom is, is in the... Like in the hallway. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, they're definitely... Uh, that's yeah. I don't know why it's so difficult to close the door when you go to the bathroom. I mean, again, I guess if you're living by yourself or used to living by yourself, that is a thing. I don't know why. Again, I've lived by myself for the majority of the last three years, but I still close yeah. the door every time I go to the bathroom. It's oh, just a habit. And always be wary of people who uh, have removed the bathroom door. 
I agree. I agree. That's Most people that's are nuts. Red flag for sure. But also, like, I mean, if, especially if you like, you just meet somebody and they're just full bore going to the bathroom with the door open. That to me is like a red flag too. Like, I mean, well, are I, they wasted? I don't know. Should it matter? I mean, yes, I, it should. I it, think well, listen, if you need to see if you're wasted, if you're right. completely wasted and I'm just meeting you and in your house and you have to go to the bathroom, I would prefer yes, you close the door. But uh, I don't. I, I haven't had it a situation where anybody has had. It sounds like that happened to you before bj possibly okay yeah it's never happened to me i can't say i've been in that situation where i've been around somebody wasted enough to not close the door when they've gone to the bathroom but to each their own just know that if you're like me and you're self-conscious about that that stuff you're not alone big j is the one in ten that doesn't care but nine out of ten of us do care what sounds we make in the bathroom so it does feel good that i'm not as weird as i thought morning after with nick and big j yeah now they know all about our bathroom stuff too but what happened there on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, you fly with your family a lot. Where's your preferred place to sit? If you had to pick, you have an open plane and you have the preferred place to sit on an airplane, where would it be? First class. Well, of course, that goes without saying. It's your high society. That's the kind of stuff that you need and you deserve and you feel like you're privileged too. But uh, let's say, you know, as far as a seating placement of the plane you have, is it just to get off as quickly as possible when the plane lands? Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, that's a good place to be. Uh, is there any other place that comes in second place, or you just want to be as front as possible? No, I like to sit in the, the back, too. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I should say before I get into this story that statistically, just so everybody knows, air travel by far the safest mode of transport out there, but... Uh, lots of people do not enjoy sitting in the back for whatever reason. Usually, of course, when you go on a plane, the last places to get filled up are those back rows. It's just the way that it goes. And I do believe a lot of that is so that people can get off the plane as quickly as possible. But Time Magazine did an investigation of 35 years of aircraft data and found that the very seats in the back, the last two rows, 100% the safest places to be in case things go wrong statistically in an airplane. And while a lot of people will also clamor for the exit rows, Big J, uh, near the wings because it's got a little bit more space, a little bit more foot room, uh, they're a little bit more dangerous than you think. No, no. Uh, because, you know, the emergency exits are near the wings, and guess what wings also store, Big J? Fuel, which can increase bad news if things go sideways on an airplane. So... A reminder that, again, you're you're almost fairly safe in an airplane. Again, it's the safest mode of travel by far, far and away. Nothing is safer. But people get really anxious and scared about flying sometimes. And I believe that's because, Big J, every time you get in an airplane, you know this as well as I do, you're just hawking up some lung butter and spitting right in the face of God because you're, you're wallowing in his domain, you understand? Yeah. And we don't belong up there. That is not where man is supposed to be in the skies. And so people get nervous about that kind of stuff, and they get scared. And even though it's it's safer than any other mode of travel, it can freak some people out. So if that happens to be your hang-up and fear of flying is a real thing, then, man, get your ass to the back of that plane as quickly as possible and take those one of those last two rows because apparently, according to 35 years of statistics, that's the safest place you can be. So how about that, Big J? A little bit of tips for the people that are freaked out about flying. It's the least we can do. Madden says the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl on Sunday, and they're going to win it handily, 31-17 over the Chiefs. They've correctly predicted 15 last 17 Super Bowls doing this. We'll see if they are correct this time around. Uh, Nick Seriani is the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, and I bet you didn't know he was fired at one point by Andy Reid. We found that out this week after Reid took over for the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs after the Eagles fired him. He let everybody go on the offensive staff of the Chiefs, and that was also Nick Seriani, who was the wide receivers coach at the time of the Kansas City Chiefs. And Nick has admitted during all the press that they're doing this week that, you know what? I got a little chip on my shoulder after that, after Andy Reid fired me. Uh, so this is a little bit personal for him. So there's a little bit of an underlying storyline attached to the Super Bowl battle as we continue to look for and pull the threads to make this game interesting. For those of us that don't have a, uh, a, a dog in the fight, this one could be one for you. Big J, we talked about earlier this morning that Tom Brady will not be on Fox television until 2024. Uh, that means he's got a year and a half to actually figure out what he wants to do with that particular time. And if yesterday's any indication, that dude's going to be posting some thirst traps on the Internet, my friend, as Tom Brady shared a picture of himself in his underwear. 
to uh, yeah. social media yesterday. Just Hot. showing him sitting on the bed wearing nothing but his underwear. His hands strategically covering up his Tom Brady parts so you can't see his little Tom anywhere. But the former NFL quarterback uh, did tell fans back in June that he would create some of the model's underwear photos from the Brady brand clothing line if it got 40,000 likes. And apparently it did. Uh, I'll be honest, Big J, I don't know what the Brady brand clothing line is. Is it just a line of underwear or is there other clothes attached to it. Why are you asking me? Well, you're I a Tom Brady no... fan. You sound like you were all into this. I have no idea. Uh, but I didn't know it was a thing. Listen, you and I aren't going to fit into the Tom Brady line of clothes anyway. Yeah, they're matter. not for us. But uh, if you were one of the 40,000 people that liked it so that you could see Tom in his underwear, he waited until he, of course, retired in order to post that. But now you can see Tom in his skivvies for all the world to see just uh, hanging out in his Very bed. Very disappointing. What's the matter? You want to see more of Tom? Is that no, what you're I was saying? hoping they were whitey tidies. Well, they kind of call it. What are they? Are they like boxer briefs? I didn't get a close look, I guess. Are they boxer briefs? They were underwhelming. Uh, because they weren't white? I'm trying to figure out what your problem with his underwear I, I is. I don't know. It just didn't look. Uh, wasn't tantalizing. Oh, I see. You thought it would be sexier yes, yes. than what you Thank got. You. Well, you said it was sexy at the beginning of the story. And now you're disappointed with the lack of sexiness? I don't know if you can make up your mind about how sexy Tom Brady is, if we're being honest. That might be accurate. Morning after with Nick and Big J, but you, I do know that you like seeing him his underwear. That much is clear <laughs> for this story. Whenever I think about him. Morning after with Nick and Big J, there's your important stuff. Pop Culture Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, brought to you by Porta Subs. And let me tell you what, we're going to get you set up with a Super Bowl classic combo. So a couple subs for free here from Porta Subs. We'll get you in the running for that Super Bowl grand prize six-foot sub. Oh, it's going to be delicious at your party, man. And then we've got tickets to Pepper. They're going to be here on the 24th. Uh, at the Dating Factory, and uh, we will get all that for you if you can beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. By the way, that's Sunday the 26th, not the 24th. 208-287-1003 if you'd like to play today's Pop Culture Smackdown game. For all those prizes that Big J just mentioned, you are going to have to defeat him in the process of it in order to claim those prizes, but let's see if you've got the goods. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Uh, Matt. All right, Matt, you're up first. Matt, today is Chris Rock's birthday. We're going to celebrate the man with some pop culture smackdown questions to questions today. We'll start with this one. Uh, at the 2022 Academy Awards, what celebrity smacked Chris Rock in the damn face? Will Smith. That is correct. Right. Didn't even take a breath. Big J, <laughs> what Eddie Murphy movie was Chris Rock's first film ever? Was it Coming to America, Beverly Hills Cop 2, or Boomerang? I'll give you a hint. He played a valet. It was not a big pole role. Uh, I'm going to go with Beverly Hills Cop 2. Then. That is correct. Right. He was first appeared in Beverly Hills Cop 2. Matt, back to you. Which animated film series does Chris Rock provide a voice for? Madagascar, Hotel Transylvania, or Shrek? Madagascar. That is correct. Good job. Right. Big J, what animal does Chris Rock voice in the movies of Madagascar? <laughs> a hyena. A hyena. It's a good guess because, you know, it's in that particular area of the world, but no. No, no hyenas in Madagascar. Unfortunately, that's incorrect. Matthew, happen to know the answer? You win no matter what. His name is Marty. God, you knew that too? Good job, man. Whoa, dude. He's a a zebra. Yes, he is. He is absolutely a zebra in the Madagascar movies. Well played. Hey, good job, man. You earned it. Hang on one second, Matt. We'll hook you up with those pepper tickets for the 26th, as well as that free port of subs coming your way guaranteed, and you're qualified for that big, large, gigantic grand prize of the six-foot party sub. Hold on one second. We'll get all your info. There's your pop culture smackdown. We got headlines coming up next on the X Rocks. Dear winner. Toyota can't get enough of you. The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Easy to get your auto loan pre-approved. Thanks to Team Mazda's iPreCheck. All you have to do is click the big blue button at GoTeamMazda.com and you are well on your way. So there you go. Headlines are as follows, Big J. How romantic. Don't write my epitaph and not this year. Don't write my epitaph. This seems to be happening. Listen, once is more than it should be happening, but it seems to be happening a little bit more frequently over the last couple of months. 82-year-old woman, Big J, in Suffolk County, New York, was pronounced dead. Rest in peace, RIP. 
So she was taken from her nursing home to a funeral home, Big J. Uh, and that is where, about an hour and a half later, the funeral home director, sure enough, found her alive. Hi, everybody. How are you? Yeah. The premature declaration of death resulted in the woman's transport to the funeral home around 1.30 p.m. 2.30 p.m., the funeral director came on by to start working on the body because, you know, things start to stack up around the funeral home. You understand what I'm saying? I bet. And she was discovered breathing and almost sitting up. And she's like, what? Where am I? What's going on? And that's when she had to be taken back to the hospital. Now, as of right now, no update on her condition. So I don't know if she's like a zombie or if she's got other stuff going on, or she's perfectly fine, or she's in she's bad a condition. Wait, what? She's just one big mushroom. The case has been referred to the state's attorney general's office for an investigation. But yeah, somebody dropped the ball at the nursing home, Big J, uh, and declared hey, somebody dead that, pulse, that wasn't it. quite dead, or maybe they did and didn't do it right. I don't know. But like, you should not go to a funeral home unless you are dead. Full stop. Or at least make sure that the person is dead. And I'm not saying, you know, confirm death. <laughs> I'm just saying, make sure you're taking the right vital signs correctly. So that this doesn't happen. Because I can't, like, I mean, I don't know what they do to you post-death from, like, transport. But I'm guessing, like, you know, they're not taking a lot of care. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like, you're not, like, making sure you're propped up or comfortable on, like, a funeral home slab. Because it doesn't matter. You don't have to be. So I imagine that's probably an awful way to wake up. Like, you nodded off for a nap, and you're like, hang on. Am I in a body bag? Did somebody give me a body bag? Did somebody put me in this body bag? Did somebody sweep my leg? How romantic or not this year? Not this year. Uh, If you remember last year, Big J, the theme to the Super Bowl was, hey, buy crypto. Uh, and this year, Big J, you will not see a single cryptocurrency ad in the Super Bowl showing you once again how the marketplace can change from one year to the next. This year's biggest advertiser will be Anheuser-Busch once again, uh, as it gave up its deal to be the exclusive a- a- alcohol shill during the football game. But don't be ex- don't be surprised if you see a bunch of other alcohol as well as movies being the big buyer of of advertisements during the Super Bowl this year. Last year, uh, it was crypto ads that dominated the airwaves, but of course that industry has collapsed over the last year, and so they'd expect zero representation. But also, you know, companies like Heineken, M&M's, uh, Doritos have all secured deals to advertise during the uh, Super Bowl, as well as companies I'm sure you've never heard of, and quite frankly, probably will never hear from again. Uh, because they're using their entire budget to buy a $7 million 30-second commercial during the Super Bowl. And sometimes that works out, and oftentimes, much like crypto last year, it does not. But there's a list of things and clients and places that you can look at that spent a lot of money on Super Bowl ads thinking it would be their key to success, and it doesn't quite work out that way. But, Big J, as somebody who's appeared in a Super Bowl halftime commercial or Super Bowl commercial, period, you do know there certainly can be some gold at the end of that rainbow. Agree or disagree? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because you're still cashing those checks, aren't you, baby? No. Oh. How much did you pay for that commercial again? Do you remember? Uh, not much. And that was a bad, that was a mistake, right? Well, well, no, I mean, not necessarily. Were you happy to do it? Yeah. Okay, but you wouldn't do it again, I believe, is what you said when we talked about no, it. No, not right? that uh, premise. Right, because it was fairly embarrassing for you, but uh, you were. But I mean, it was good money at the time. You thought, sure, but yeah. It only aired that one time, right? It wasn't like a. It wasn't like yeah, a campaign. Yeah, it wasn't a campaign. Okay, it was just, just sure. for the Super Bowl. Wrap it up with how romantic. If you are ready for a love that lasts forever, Big J, can I introduce you to Cracker Barrel? They yeah. have an offer for you. The restaurant will happily give you free meals for a year if you are one of the five couples who pop the question at one of their locations and then you post, of course, the big moment online. To qualify, you have to, of course, propose at a Cracker Barrel. You then must post the video of your proposal between Friday, February 10th and Friday and February 16th with the hashtag, hashtag, I said yes at Cracker Barrel. And then you can learn more about their promotion at their official website, CrackerBarrel.com. So if you and the future Mrs. or Mr. are gigantic fans of Cracker Barrel food and you want free food for a year, uh, I guess you can start your love story at the Cracker Barrel. And that could be a way for you to kick off your wedding the right way with free Cracker Barrel for a year, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I mean, is there a restaurant you would propose at just for free food and free food alone? 
No. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think so either. I mean, I, I, you'd ha- you'd again, it'd have to be like you're both your favorite. Unless it was a sham wedding for like, uh, you know, like a green card or something. I see. So the o- the only reason being a green card and free food. The yeah. reason you got yeah married. yeah gotcha. Okay. I mean, if- this is like, hey, you need a green card <laughs> and I need this free food. So let's do this. You get to stay a citizen of this wonderful country, and I get to shove my face full of uh, chicken fried steak. Everybody wins. Morning After with Nick and Big J. <laughs> There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. <laughs> that is the Beastie Boys. That is Sabotage here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And if you've listened to this show for a very long time, you know that Big J is no stranger to uh, being a part of medical fun. Uh, like getting paid to be part of medical experiments and uh, all sorts of crazy stuff. And I'm yeah. happy to hear that the tradition continues. Big Back in it, man. Back in the medical experimentation, baby. And it sounds like, listen, to, what you're going through and what you're doing sounds like a nightmare to me. But I'm, I'm very happy that you're doing it and you're on board again. Uh, the first time I, I went through this, I, I remember like the movie Dirty Work. <laughs> And and they need some money and they volunteer and like Norm Macdonald's character's fine, but Art of Ang's character is going through it. <laughs> and like, um, was that I cannot remember. Was the first time you did it was because he needed a little extra cash? Yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. And um, so uh, and I got I think uh, if I'm not mis- it was a while back and I don't have my paperwork, but I think I'm now immune to rabies as well. So. <laughs> Uh, there's that. No matter what happens, bring it on. Yeah, uh, but uh, this time around, uh, I I had some uh, some stuff going on, and I'm like, well, maybe this will help. And uh, the wife got me involved because she's been doing some work in that area. And so, yeah, yeah it's a family affair. Yeah, right? it's a family affair now, and um, I fully support the uh, research of medical means. And but I was unprepared yesterday because I didn't think that I was going to have to have a, a blood drawn and that sort of stuff. And it's hard to get my blood sometimes uh not the easiest to get blood from yeah and i one of my biggest challenges you know is is staying hydrated i i'm really bad at it. i do my best to drink water but you know had i known going into it that i was going to have blood i would have worked harder to be more hydrated i would have drank more water because what did you think you were just going to go and like science and paper yeah or yeah okay. I'm, I'm doing a dermatology thing so i wasn't really thinking we we're gonna get that deep but uh so I got stuck more than a few times uh, of them trying to. And it wasn't their fault. I felt bad. And me, I'm not adverse to needles or anything like that. So I'm like, go ahead. Just root around in there. You'll find, you know, and it took a couple of different uh, personnel there to uh, get uh, get the needed blood. And then uh, I had to strip down and put on a gown and stuff that I wasn't really thinking that that was going to be happening. Can I ask you this? Where do these things take place? Because I feel like this is like an empty office warehouse something or something. Is it? Yeah, it is. is. No. No, it's I a don't know. Office. I don't know. I thought maybe like they have you in like this, like you were in this like line with a bunch of people, and you're all like taking your clothes off in like this office. Yeah, now you've someplace. watched too many movies. Uh, it is not a, an abandoned warehouse that <laughs> all of a sudden is filled with medical equipment to be disappeared the next day. <laughs> kind of what I thought. Wrong. No, it's a couple it's, people in bathtubs with ice cubes. It's an official. This is an official thing. So, okay, okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, they handed me some money afterwards, and I felt dirty. That's my favorite part. Is that because you the last time you you went, they gave you like uh, a card or something, yeah, right? Yeah, a bank card. Yeah, and and you know it would filled up every day when you go an appointment every time. And uh, this time they handed me cash. <laughs> Today they after, told you to get naked. Yeah, after I had, like had a gown on and I put my clothes back on and then she walks in and hands me cash and i was like oh I was like ooh, this feels awkward i can see you like walking home walking in through the door shame on your face slamming the money and on then the table i hand the money to my pimp my wife here here's some cash right, in control of all the finances and says good we'll go back to work next she week. set me up with the whole thing and then took the cash afterwards <laughs> Uh, is it like a once a week thing where you have to go back? Uh, no, once a month. Okay, that ain't bad. But it's seventy dollars for yeah. every time. Yeah. All right, man. Well, look at so you. So next time, I know to be hydrated. Now you know to be hydrated. Now you know to wear clean underwear, and now you know yeah. that you have to actually probably get naked during Shower, the process. Shower, all that stuff. All those things. Yeah, you coming clean is wear probably some a good deodorant. Idea. Please. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Your bad impressions are next on the X Rocks. <laughs> Nick and Big J. Bad impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center pre-owned superstore Treasure Valley Subaru. And we got another fantastic morning after prize package. We'll just set up with Red Knot Chili Peppers tickets. That show happening uh, the 
18th at the Knitting Factory. It's a Saturday night, and we've got some Porta Subs. they got a Super Bowl Classic uh, deal that will get you set up with and in the running for that six-foot sub for the big game coming up here on Sunday. All of that can be yours. If you can figure out bad impressions, you're going to take probably three three clues now. All right. 208-287-1003 is our phone number if you want that food guaranteed and some tickets coming your way. Bad impressions works like this. Big J has three clues. They all point to somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, you have got those prizes coming your way. To the phones we go. Hello, the X. Hey, what's up, man? What's your name? It's Paul. All right, Paul, you're up first. Good luck. People really love asking me about coming back to Star Wars. Qui-Gon Jinn is not coming back. Uh, next one. Rob Roy and Schindler's List, a couple fine examples of my first works in film. Oh boy, next one. I have a particular set of skills. I will find you and I will kill you. Me? Yeah, you. Oh boy, I can't think of it. Paul! <laughs> Any guess? Uh... Captain Kirk. Is it Captain um, Kirk? No. Sorry, Paul. We appreciate you playing along, though. Hello, the X. You would have had some sort of Star hey, Trek clue in there. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, did you hear Big J's clues, or do you need him again? I need him again. Write him off. People really love asking about me coming back to Star Wars. Qui-Gon Jinn is not coming back. Rob Roy in Schindler's List is a couple of fine examples of my first works in film, and I have a particular set of skills. I will find you, and I will kill you. Ooh, uh, Liam Neeson? There you go. Yeah, dude, it's Liam Neeson. Liam. Well done. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those Red Knot Chili Peppers tickets as well as those Porta Subs, and you're qualified for that big grand prize we're going to give away later this week. Why is Liam Neeson in the news? Well, bless him. You know, I mean, he's about 70 years old, so he's oh. getting up there in age. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's good. He's always been one who freely shares his opinion, Nick. Uh, but now as he's gotten older, his filter's really missing. And uh, he was uh, having a conversation uh, with Men's Health Magazine, and uh, they started to ask him uh, about the UFC. Not something he's a big fan of is the UFC. He said, I can't stand the UFC. That to me is like a bar fight. I know the p- practitioners are like, no, you're wrong. The months of training we do, why don't you just grab a beer bottle and hit the other guy over the head? That's the next stage of the UFC. I hate it. That little leprechaun, Conor McGregor, <laughs> gives Ireland a bad name. I know he's fit, and I admire him for that, but I can't take it. All right. So he threw down uh, an insult to uh, Conor McGregor there at the same time, man. Uh, it's an, I mean, they must, like, because that's a question out of right field. You know what I mean? Like, they had to know, like, he's got some animosity Well, there. I'm sure it was part of a bigger conversation. I mean, obviously, this is being taken out of context or whatever conversation. No, but what but... I'm saying is, like, they must have known, like, what are you going to talk to Liam Neeson about the UFC for? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, there had to well, be some sort of, probably like... could have been talking about fight scenes and that sort of thing. And sure. And gotten into that sort of I stuff. I guess. Conor McGregor recently tweeted out, Irish proud, always. Uh, so I think his feelings were hurt a little bit, but oh well. What are you going to do? Uh, I don't think either of those guys are going to get into a fight or in the same situation anytime soon. But uh, I'm not sure Conor McGregor is mentally stable, so he might go after a 70-year-old yeah, guy. Yeah, I I, he know. has before in a bar. So, uh, yeah, but I don't know. Is Liam Neeson, you know, wily enough? I don't know. I mean, listen, I wouldn't want to pick a fight with him. Yeah. Liam's got a reach. He's like he's like six five or something like that. Yeah. So you know he could probably, and you know he's in shape because he does all those action movies that he promised he wasn't going to do anymore, but he's still doing. So Hi, he's a little leprechaun. Uh, very nice. Morning after with Nick and Big J, we wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. <laughs> That's the latest from Shinedown. It is called Dead Don't Die, and that's going to wrap up the morning after with Nick and Big J for this Tuesday morning. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. You guys selected a movie called Tar for Big J to watch tonight. He will do so on Peacock, and you already have animosity towards said movie. Why yeah, is it again? I, I just have no interest in seeing this movie Is at it all. because it's nominated for an award? Probably. Uh, you know, we've been nominated for plenty of awards, Big yeah. J. If people had that same animosity towards us, you probably wouldn't like that, would yeah, you? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, we're, we're funny, so... Unfortunately. I mean, fortunately. Unfortunately for whoever. Wait, what? 
<laughs> you twitched it all around on me. I know. I, my point is maybe Son you shouldn't a... have preconceived notions about anything before sampling it. We'll get a full review tomorrow uh, about how the I'll movie Tar is. Be coming in. <laughs> well, uh, wait until you sit through the three-hour and 28 movie uh, that is Tar tonight. It's three hours? It's three, it's, I, I want to say it's three hours. Oh yes, it may be three hours and a couple God. minutes. I told you it was long. It's a long movie. Uh, but we'll see what Big J thinks about it uh, around 6.50 or so tomorrow. I'll give you reason to tune in. We also learned a lot about both Big J and my's bathroom habits, which is not something you probably thought about when you tuned in this morning. And uh, Big J got paid money to be naked. You heard that story as well today on the show. So it was a good one. That again. leaves you <laughs> again. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah. Uh, by the way, just in case uh, you were making some plans coming up here on Sunday to propose to your significant other, don't do it. Because Super Bowl Sunday is the worst day to make a proposition of this nature. Yeah, uh, is that the same thing that said that you also shouldn't do it at like sporting events? Yeah, period. Yeah, I buy that one hundred percent. Even if your wife, your prospective wife or your significant other, or whatever, is a fan of that team, there's something that is so inherently unromantic about doing it in that particular way and everybody's put on the spot i mean you're already put on the spot in a, in a uh, proposal situation but like you know doing it in that kind of way seems like it could be really really stressful and probably not as romantic as yeah. you want it to be but sometimes it works out or you get the yes out of her out of just pure stress and that that's always a win right <laughs> i don't know that's good for long term, but <laughs> you may be right. Uh, I say, however, and I think you're on the same page. However, you guys want to propose, if it means something to you, you should do it no matter what it is. Agree or disagree? Agree. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Beacon Plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters, some clogged drains, leaky faucets, toilets that aren't going to flush. Stop freaking and call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing, heating and mechanical, your trusted plumbing source online at beaconplumbing.com. That is it for us. We got Ian coming in next for Jason Drew, filling in for him. You guys enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow at CX Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.